0: Okay. Also, if I sound a little weird, um, I think I'm a little under the weather right now. <gasps> Not feeling too hot. Please get so. well soon, Maxine. Thanks. I don't know if it's just like the air in the apartment is really dry, so it's like affecting my whatever. Yeah. Um, or if it's just like the stress that I'm under right now with my job. I don't oh. know, but... Either way, it sucks. This is to so.
1: Maxine's work and Maxine's work only. Stop stressing her out. Thank you.
0: Literally. <laughs> Literally. I need to take a breather. Thank take you very much. Take a little much.
1: breather. Honestly, we're taking a little breather sure. right now because today it's a special episode.
0: Yes. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Since we haven't said that yet already. Oh, hi. We always want to say hi. <laughs> I know. We always just get so caught up in our own conversation. <laughs> that like we forget that we're supposed to be addressing Literally. people. <laughs> Hi, um, but welcome to the second last episode of season four of this entire series of Lights Camera Story Time.
1: I don't know if I should clap, but <laughs> no, I think okay. I think we mentioned on last week's episode, which if you haven't seen last week's episode, go watch it. It was an amazing you episode. Should if you're wondering who we talked to on last week's episode go check that out um but yeah Mm -hmm. last week it didn't like i think we mentioned to our guests it didn't feel real that we were ending or like it didn't fully hit us yet yeah i think a few days ago it started to hit me a little bit because i was like wait it's happening like i don't know i feel like when Mm -hmm. the day comes it's like gonna happen i think i'm gonna start crying i'm gonna start crying now
0: Not yeah, back. I think for me, like, I'm just so, like, rush, 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 rush all the time. Me too. That, like, this has just become like a part of my schedule. So it's like, okay, like, I go to work, and I record the episode with Jesse and then I upload it, and I get it ready for Saturday, and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just, like, my everyday life, yeah. basically. So, I don't think it's really gonna hit me until I upload the last episode next week. Yeah. And then I'm gonna be like, there's no more other episodes (laughs) to upload that is it oh no this is it i think that's probably when it's gonna hit me
1: shoot
0: damn anywho anywho
1: we're gonna stop being a little (laughs) sentimental for a moment we're gonna save that for the actual finale which you guys should check out again if you don't follow us, a little early promo but if you don't follow us on our instagram that's where we keep everything updated um so please go Mm -hmm. check that out and you will see when we're going to be doing our finale. So, usually in this section,
0: uh, we would be talking about what's boiling this week. Yeah. Um, but I guess, got a little bit of an announcement there, Jesse.
1: Oh, I don't really think, well, okay, I'll do the honors, I guess. <laughs> um, no, obviously we've been doing what's boiling for so long. I think we started a while back before... I think we've done it here and there, but we had, like, a theme for it in the midst of the first season. And it's been a long ride, mm-hmm. long journey with it. But, you know, we decided as a collaborative team, even Megan's on the team, she, mm-hmm. we'll just say she she said yes to this as well. Um, yeah. We've decided not to mention about anything about what's boiling this week because, as obviously we mentioned, we are ending the podcast. And we just thought it would be best to just focus on us for the next couple of episodes we have left. Um, so... Mm-hmm. I know that sounds a little bit selfish or whatnot, but it's just what it is. And, you know, we've had a lot of news that we fully covered. We covered through like a lot of drama, a lot of scandals on this podcast. So we thank you for all of you that love to hear us out with Mm -hmm. our opinions and whatnot with what's boiling segments. So we do appreciate with that. And we just wanted to end that off for you guys just to just say, you know, it's done uh, for a long Mm -hmm. time because obviously we had a good run with it. You, you enjoyed it yeah I know you did Maxine. yeah
0: it was fun <laughs> listening to all the tea that I didn't know anything about <laughs> I wonder how you will find out now I won't <laughs> you're just gonna have to tell me Jesse. okay I'll
1: tell you I'll text You'll you every day about me. it
0: see and that's the thing people
1: think okay. that we're beefing we have to clear this up again I know there's no fight like, where is that coming from <laughs> somebody's making up that rumor that we're fighting it wasn't us literally <laughs> i think it's that one i think can confirm we're not beefing yeah because i think i remember somebody asked in QA if we were fighting and i was like as a joke i was like yeah and i think people took it literal oh <laughs> but that's not the case that's not what's happening we no. actually love each other to that yes we do we're best friends off camera so you won't friends. get to see that best but friends for life besties for life and always yeah but anyways that was a little bit of a what's boiling moment for everybody (laughs) that was i guess that was one what's boiling yeah we're friends (laughs) yeah that's
0: what's boiling is we're actually friends we're not fighting (laughs) there you go anyways
1: i think they're all here for a reason of why we're doing this episode because we've been we talked about this for a while but then a lot of things happened because one of our guests came which again you should go watch link will be in the description yes if you guys want to go check out that last episode we did with a special guest. It's awesome. It was unexpected. So that's why we hold it off mm-hmm. this episode for a little while. So we thought, since we are actresses, um, we decided to yes. do this little review. And it's not the typical review that we always do. Would you like to introduce it? No, it is not. <laughs> so,
0: you know how we usually do movie reviews or TV show reviews? Mm-hmm. Very us Yep. Very, very in with what we're doing. But this time, we decided to do a different thing. Ooh. We did a review on a book. Yes, we read. <laughs> a book review. Yes, we actually read books when we have time. Yes. So, <laughs> the book that we decided to do it's very popular on tiktok or at least it was it was at one point and it's very on brand for
1: us literally when we saw the synopsis we were like this is it this is the book that we're going to be reviewing so
0: yeah so shall we reveal the book we shall are you ready okay so the book that we reviewed is
1: the seven husbands of evelyn hugo yeah yes
0: Yes. sorry so yes so we read the entirety well i read the entirety okay you don't
1: need to call people out maxine (laughs) we get it listen (laughs) i have my reasons I'm joking I love you I love you I'm just we're kidding we're kidding we're kidding no, no honestly I get you're a busy gal no I have you're to hold myself woman. accountable because everybody needs to hear an apology from me listen this mm. book is amazing I loved it I, it was it, it was not hard to put down but whenever I had to put it down I had to because of work chaotic life that we deal yeah, you know absolutely. so I am finished some of the husbands but not majority of them I'm not going to say which in yeah. particular because I don't want you guys to call me out on what page I'm on because you all are going to look and be like, we oh got Jesse was on page 160. That was not the page I was on. But the point is, no, the point is I got majority of the book and I'm going to be doing the review with Maxine today, which I'm very excited about. Yes. We've been talking about this since like, I think since we were planning out season four. So this has been in the works for a while yeah. now. And yeah, mm-hmm. I got we got our hands on it which we are very, very excited to talk about. We have a lot of things to talk Mm -hmm. about. But the question is, how are we going to answer the questions today, Miss Maxine? Didn't you say you found something? So, (laughs) the wonderful
0: thing about this book (laughs) is if you flip to the very, very back of it, they actually have questions for discussion at the very back here. They did it for, like, book club vibes, if you're part of a book club. Yeah. So, we thought, since we read the book, why don't we answer the questions Off the in book. the book?
1: <gasps> Genius. Oh my god, we're literal geniuses Great on this question. podcast. <laughs> Literally. Literally? Literally geniuses. Wow. Also, I love how this like little tassel of my bookmark is like flowing around. like
0: <laughs> <laughs> So cute. Cute. So, yes. That is what we're going to be doing today. Which I'm very excited about. The questions. So, how this
1: is going to work. Maxine will be asking the questions off the book. Or do you want to do each at a time? <gasps> we should do that. We're we're geniuses again. I mean, we both have the I was book, about to say, so. I have the copy here too. So we can, you can go first since you're hosting. And then we can go back and forth okay. and so on. So both of us are going to be right. asking each other the questions off the book club questions discussion area. Yeah. And we're just going to dive right into it. So this is for... By the way, should we put a disclaimer for anybody has, that has not read this book? Just in case. Yes, this might have some spoilers. Mm-hmm. Major spoilers. So be aware so of So if you have not read it and interested in reading it, go get the book. This is not sponsored by, who's the author again? T- Taylor? Taylor? Taylor Swift? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Ta- Taylor Jenkins Reid. <laughs> yes. This is, for, this is dedicated to her, but this is not sponsored. So no. please we're just here because we just love the theme of the book we just love we're just both readers as well and it just fits Mm -hmm. the theme we thought it would be perfect to end off our second episode second last episode of season four Mm -hmm. anyways (laughs) i don't want to get too much into into being but yeah so let's just get and dive into the questions uh again if you have read the book just join us for this week's episode and you will have the time of your life. Welcome to the book club. We should make this like a little topic segment. Lights, um, oh nice camera, Storytime book club edition.
0: <gasps> yes. Wow. We are on a roll. Jesse over here, the literal genius.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> all right. Okay. Are we ready? You,
1: you asked the first question then. I'm, I'm all ears.
0: Okay. So question one. Each husband's section opens with an illustrative moniker, like poor Ernie Diaz, goddamn Don Adler, agreeable Robert Jameson. Mm -hmm. So before their section starts. So, how do you think these monikers set the tone for the section that follows? Did you read these characterizations as coming from Evelyn, Monique, or someone else?
1: I read it as, um, if I'm being honest, I read it as Evelyn Because I feel like that's something she would have. Yeah, you did too. Because I felt like that was her way of describing her events with her. I was about to say men's. But like her husband's in a way going into her mindset. Because I feel like when the, like you mentioned about the introductions of each husband. I felt like it was her, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: her theme and her mindset going into explaining to Monique where we're going with the story or where we're going with this husband. Yeah. So I think it was just for Monique's acknowledgement of, like, who they were as a person at that time in her life mm-hmm. when Evelyn was with them. At least that's what I took from yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. What
0: about you? I think, for me, I think it was her way of kind of, like, almost foreshadowing who the men were going to be like or, like, what their main... Yeah. Characteristics was like how she saw them,
1: because mm-hmm. if you and looked her perspective.
0: at, yeah, like the first husband, Ernie Diaz, she put poor Ernie Diaz, mm-hmm. and the entire part was about her being poor and him being poor, and then them moving to Hollywood and her trying to make her start. So the whole reason why she was with him, even though he was poor he gave her that opportunity to go to Hollywood and become a star. Yes, exactly. Or, like, with the next husband, goddamn Don Adler.
1: Oh, like, because... I feel like
0: that shows her frustration. Yeah. Of, like, she loved him but hated exactly. him at the same time. So I feel like that's what the monikers for me were for was like a little bit of an idea as to what the husbands were like and what her relationship with them was like
1: honestly when i was reading Mm. it latching on to what you're saying i i did see like you know when i was reading it like i felt like it it made sense to who they were as a person because every time i got into the next topic i'm like oh shoot poor ernie what happened to ernie and like obviously when i got Mm. into it reading his stuff with her at the time i'm like oh that makes sense because it's like You know, she, spoiler, she left him to get her start, you know? So, yeah, it's like, oh shoot, like, or Ernie, like, he just wanted to have, like, a normal family life with her, but, like, Mm -hmm. she had a different mindset, but obviously, like, we can get it to Evelyn's character, but, like, she's a very tough cookie, which I love. I love Evelyn. Yeah. (laughs) So, it just shows a lot what we were getting into as a person, for me, when we got into that part.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But, Yeah. Next question. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Of the seven husbands, who was your favorite and why? Who surprised you the most? Oh, I want to hear
0: this. We all know who my favorite husband is. (laughs) Mr. Harry Cameron. Harry! We love Harry Cameron in this building. I love him so much. I love him too. I love how, like, not only were they, like, in a marriage together, but they were, like, truly best friends.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I feel like out of all the husbands that she had, Harry was the one that she truly cared for. Now, of course, Harry is gay. Oh, spoiler. And Evelyn... <laughs> spoiler. Ooh. And Evelyn is into women. She's in love with a woman. <gasps> so they don't have, like, romantic feelings for each other. But just the way that their relationship dynamic was... Yeah. Like, I just feel like it was so wonderful and so beautiful. And I think oh. if what happened to Harry Cameron didn't happen, then they probably would be together forever.
1: Oh, for sure. But if I'm not going
0: to spoil it for you, because you haven't read that part oops. yet, I don't think. So.
1: <laughs> it's okay. I'll pretend I didn't hear anything. What did you say? Anyways, um, <laughs> I agree, even though I'm not far into it. But I do really like how... Uh, I don't know, from the beginning, like, even, like, from the beginning of, like, the book, like, they showed throughout their friendship of, like, he really, he really cared for Evelyn. And I think, like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. any relationship, it doesn't matter if it's, like, platonic, romantic, or anything. Like, it has to show that you have to show effort and connection and care. Like, even though, like, it has nothing Mm -hmm. to do anything romantically with Harry and her, like, they still had that connection. And they understood each other. Mm -hmm. They both grew up differently, but they still understood each other and knew where they were both coming from in a way which i do really like yeah and obviously he's been he someone has been through what she's gone through so he under like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i feel like like you don't again you don't you don't need to really have a relationship to like understand somebody like if you've been mm-hmm. with them and been through everything that's when you know they're your partner but not in a romantic way if, if that makes sense hopefully you understand yeah but you know what i mean yeah like i just sense. i just think yeah. he's Either way, if he was gay or not, like, I think he would have been really perfect for Evelyn. Like, I feel like they would have been, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: unstoppable together. And plus, like, I, I really like how, like, she... he um I, was, I, was, I keep saying understand, but, like, that's the main thing. Like, he was very understanding with Evelyn. Like, even with all the decisions she mm-hmm. wanted to make, like, he was so supportive. That's the word. He was so supportive with every decision she wanted yeah. to make. and she, And he knew what kind yeah. of person Evelyn was from the start. So... Mm-hmm. And this is why we love Harry Cameron. Adam on the Wall. Yes.
0: <laughs> and what the second part of that question was, which
1: husband surprised you the yes, most? Yes, that was the second question. Sorry, we went, we rambled on about Harry. But yeah, the second part um, of the question was, who surprised you the most? Like, which husband surprised you the most?
0: I think the husband that surprised me the most, I think his name is Rex North. Cause like, A lot of her marriages were, like, contracts, in a sense. Mm -hmm. Where, like, she was only in the relationship with them for a certain reason. Whether that was to be famous, or to promote something, or whatever, whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: And I feel like you would think Rex would really try and take advantage of the situation. Because she even sort of talks about that, too, like... She was expecting him to, like, want to sleep with her and, like, yeah. want to do all this stuff with her, but he was, like, he was very, not in the sense of Harry Cameron, supportive, but, like, he was, like, okay, like, Evelyn, this is what you want, like, I'm cool with that, like, let's have a discussion, let's figure out something that's best for the yeah. both of us. it's like
1: the communication. In this situation.
0: Communication. Exactly. Rather than, like, what's best for me, like, Don Adler or Max Gerard or um, the other gentleman who she married in Vegas. And I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Max
1: Rivera. Rivera. Via? I don't remember his name.
0: Something like that. The band guy. But, like, (laughs) yeah. Where, like, all those guys did it and, like, to benefit themselves. And to take advantage of Evelyn. But Rex was, like... This is a partnership. I feel I feel like with Rex and um, Evelyn, yeah. it was more of a partnership of, like, let's work together rather than I'm going to do this thing yeah. to benefit myself. It was
1: the selfishness. And I feel like that surprised like, me. Like, he was selfish.
0: Yeah, because, like, all of the men beforehand were, like, basically taking advantage okay. of her in a sense. So
1: I think... <laughs> anyway, I think what about you? Honestly... I think the one husband that kind of surprised me, like the way, because it really goes to show for me, like what kind of humans people are behind closed doors, because obviously, it's Don. Yeah, um, he was the second husband, because as I was reading it, like I was like, oh, like, he seems like a perfect guy for Evelyn. Like he was so sweet, he was so mm-hmm. caring, so wonderful. But the only reason why he did all that was because he was at it, like she mentions in the book on an all time high. Which he was, like, successful. He was dating the yeah. most beautiful woman in Hollywood. Like, he was at the highest peak of his career in that in that sense. But when it came, cra- not crashing down, but when it came, like, kind yeah. of in a falling out where, like, his movie wasn't successful, he started, like, going and blaming and going after Evelyn in a way. Which I was just like, wow, like, you, you put this facade, mm-hmm. like, that you're a perfect man for this woman. And this woman that you know that deeply loves you and you like take advantage of that and like obviously yeah. we do not support trigger warning assault because he does they do, they do tackle that in the book yeah. a little bit which i found it like not surprising but like i yeah. was just like that's like wild that like you know it does happen in modern day and the fact that this happened all closed doors and like no which one really sad. knew at the time and and i think the only person that knew was harry mm. i remember that she she told harry right yeah. uh we love Harry. Anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that I don't I do. think necessarily the husband surprised me, but I, I was surprised about the fact that he put this facade to Hollywood, because again, it really shows yeah. who people are yeah. behind closed doors, and Evelyn knew every inch of that. Mm-hmm. And then while I was reading it, I was just like, wow, like yeah, he's she's exposing him in this book. If he, he would have been canceled,
0: I know, canceled
1: right there and then. Yeah. So that's <laughs> literally I think that's the husband that surprised me. Um I already said who my favorite husband was, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I did. Okay. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Harry Cameron. Harry, Harry
1: Styles? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
0: All right. <laughs> okay. Question 3. Yes. Monique notes that hearing Evelyn Hugo's life story has inspired her to carry herself differently than she would have before. In what ways does Monique grow over the course of the novel?
1: I think um, because in the beginning of the book, she did talk about how she tackled a lot with her confidence. Even though she works at like um, Mm -hmm. Vivant. that's, That's the place, right? Vivant. Yeah, where like she works yeah, at like, Avant. you know, like a news, not newspaper, I was about to say magazine, um, kind of like an article, like business place, I don't know what it's called. I forget what they're called. They're like article reporters. I think that's what they are. It's something like that. Yeah, so it's just surprising about the fact that like she's so inspired to like interview people, but yet she's not that confident with it within herself to interview people or ask questions because she gets really nervous or she just doesn't have that confidence. I think what was the turning point the question was the question was um what grew over like the course of the novel when did she start like bringing in the confidence
0: yeah and what day in what ways does monique grow over the course of the i novel? think
1: what turned a little bit was when she saw her photos of her dad i think i think that's what that was mm-hmm. kind of like the shift moment because like before that like she was panicking about like oh my god vivant's gonna find out that like i'm not doing the interview with her and like i'm writing this book and they're gonna fire me like she started thinking about that before but then when she saw the pictures of her dad i think that's when it started like reminiscing a little bit of who she was before because like you know she her dad was Mm -hmm. teaching there was this one part i think i highlighted it there was this one part in the book where like um the dad was like if you don't if you love what you're doing or like that means your heart is going that means you love what you're doing or something like that. It was something along those lines, don't quote me. But you know that where I'm yeah. talking about, right? So I think she she was having the confidence but yeah. and after when he passed away, I think she like like she mentions in the book she sort of lost herself. So I feel like it was sort of a sense that like mm-hmm. she kind of lost her confidence at that time when her father passed. So I think and the course of it, I think Evelyn was is really teaching her throughout the novel. Of how to, like, get the things she wants. Because Evelyn is, like, a strong woman of, like... She can get anything she wants. If she can, like, twist things. She can say things. Even, like, with the Max novel. The, the guy in the band or whatever. The the, the Las mm-hmm. Vegas bandmate. Whatever. Like, there was a whole yeah. instruction of, like, how to manipulate a man into marrying you. Which was, like, crazy. So, I it kind of got me a yeah. glimpse of her mindset. So, I think what really shifted for Monique, in a sense, was, you know, like... Um, Evelyn wanted to get a negotiable thing for her to do her book, so I feel like Monique kind of wanted to have that same thing where like there was a there was a part in the book where she's like, okay, I'll do this thing for you, but you have to you have to do the Vivant uh, thing for me, or else I'm not writing your book. Like she kind of like twisted it in a way to be like Evelyn Hugo. So she, I think there's a part in yeah. the book where it's like she has to Evelyn Hugo, Evelyn Hugo. I think I think that's at least for me, mm-hmm. I think that's when everything started like we see a bit of that development in a way of her character. I think that's yeah. my answer for that. So Yeah. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Do you have anything that you found in the book? Yeah,
0: no, I I agree. I think in that moment when Evelyn was like basically pushing her to be like yeah. get what you want. Like you need to focus on what you want and not Mm-hmm. What other people want. And when she was like. Basically negotiating with the lady at Vavant, Being like. This is what everyone yeah. wants me to do. Um, if you want her to still do something for Vivant, You're going to have mm-hmm. to do this. 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 And this. And like. Her confidence really mm-hmm. grew. And I think. Talking to Evelyn as well. Really helped yeah. with that. And she kind of learned. You know. How Evelyn ran. Her life and, like, you have to do what's best for you and what you want to do. And I think that point where she was, like, telling the lady from Vivant, like, what she wants. And then telling Evelyn, like, I'm not going to do this for you unless you do the thing Mm -hmm. with Vivant. Like, what you said, like, Evelyn Mm -hmm. Hugoing Evelyn Hugo. I feel like at that point, she grew her confidence... Cause she was also in like a really bad space too, like with the divorce with her husband yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So like, I feel like that moment was where she was like, "Okay, I'm gonna take my life back." Because
1: yeah, she kind of lost. I'm it gonna in a like way be confident. confident. I'm now. gonna get
0: what That's I want. That's what
1: I took it as when she was talking about her dad in the yeah. part of the book. Cause like it got me a glimpse of like how she was as mm-hmm. a child and where she is now with her confidence in a way. So I I also like how the book got yeah. me to see a little bit of Monique. Because it kind of goes back and forth. Even though the main story is mm-hmm. Evelyn, I really like... You know, we got we get to see a glimpse of the interviewer. Just to see how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever think they'll make a movie out of it or a TV series? Sorry, I just added that random um, question. I just thought, like... No, it's
0: okay. I think maybe either a movie... Or, like, a short, Ooh. like, mini-series. When I was
1: reading it, I'm like, yo, I, this could be, like, a series. And I don't know why. I was picturing, like, mm-hmm. um, maybe, like, older, like, maybe one of the guys. I don't know why. I thought of the guys to be, like, um, Tom Holland or, like, Noah Schnapp for some reason. I don't know. Like, it kind of gave me that vibe. Yeah, of like okay. One of the, I feel like Harry Cameron would be Noah Schnapp. I don't know. Let us, let us know who will be the live-action version of these guys because I was reading it and I was like yeah oh God, I like this will be a good TV series I just need to find who can play Evelyn and who can mm-hmm. play Monique because those are the those are the only people I'm like yeah oh, I don't know who do you think will play Monique mm-hmm ooh <sighs> I don't know there's a lot of actors ooh what about that girl from yeah, um, um, Ma- um what's that show Grownish. the main girl Oh! I okay. don't know her name. If you guys yeah. know her, you know who I'm talking about. Um, it's the main girl. She was on blackish and now mm-hmm. she's on Grown-ish. You know who I'm talking about, right?
0: She yeah. She's
1: like really good Monique.
0: I think so, yeah. Cuz I've
1: seen her. I think I've mm-hmm. seen her in another movie. The that was written on a book as well. I just don't remember which one it was it was called. I feel like she would be good.
0: You know who could be a great Evelyn Hugo? Who? Queen Latifah.
1: <gasps> oh my God! I haven't seen Queen Latifah acting in a long time.
0: I know. Right.
1: I think that's yeah. You're right. Hmm. But oh,
0: I feel like that would be cool. I was gonna cool. say, isn't she
1: Cuban though? I mean, it have to be.
0: No, no. I mean, Queen like, Latifah. Oh no. no.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. It's okay. Yeah. No, you're right.
0: I was just picturing Evelyn Hugo like when in her blonde phase, oh, yes. and I know Queen has done a couple roles as a blonde.
1: Mm. Like maybe she could play older Evelyn. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Us casting this, <laughs> this book. Okay, let's I know, move on literally. to the actual next question. <laughs> that was a little thing. Let us know in the comments if you want to debate right. about it, but let's move on. Okay. All right, this is very specific. And we just talked about this on page 146. Monique says I have to Evelyn Hugo, Evelyn Hugo. What does it mean to Evelyn Hugo? Can you think of a time where you might have tempted to be Evelyn Hugo or to attempted to Evelyn Hugo? This is getting personal. Hmm. I feel like.
0: Evelyn being Evelyn Hugo I think means like taking control and of the Knowing exactly situation. what to do in the moment. Like Yeah, and like knowing what you want and doing what benefits you even if it might hurt other people. Yeah. Because I feel like that was Evelyn's biggest thing. She was like, I want to be famous. I want to be a I movie I want to get actress. out of here. I, I want to do be whatever I, I am. want. I
1: want to have a perfect image. Yeah. And she sacrificed a lot of people. Sorry, I, I wanted the laptop yeah. because she sacrificed in a way. But
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, she did a lot. I mean, all of her marriages were basically so that she could mm-hmm. continue to be famous. Like, they were all contracts in a sense, like we mentioned. So, like, I feel like she's just so focused on, like, what do I want? And I'm going to do whatever it takes to get what I want. I think that's kind of Evelyn Hugo, in a sense. Have I ever wanted to do Evelyn Hugo? Um, not really. I mean, there are some times when I'm, like, I just (laughs) want to say fuck it and just, like, do what I want in a sense, but I feel like I care too much about um, other people that I couldn't upset or sacrifice like someone else the for the benefit of uh, myself. You that? know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, like if I were to do something I would not only want it to be beneficial to me, but yeah. beneficial to other people as well. Like I would I'm not the that kind of person who would like purposefully sabotage yeah. So (laughs) that's just me. But Um, what about you?
1: Well, obviously, Evelyn Hugo means like, you know, like you said, like she had a drive to continue on her legacy. And like you mentioned, like she kind of used all of her Mm -hmm. husbands to stay on top, stay on status, even with the I think there was even uh, there's like specific parts where like I think there was a scene where like she wanted to be in that movie in Paris or something. And um, she was just, like, she was mm-hmm. fighting to get the parts. Even with, like, the little Little woman. Like, she literally slept. Sorry. She slept with, like, one of the yeah. producers to get, like, into the production company. And then she wanted to play Joe and Little Woman. Yeah. And that's how she met Cecilia and everything. And mm-hmm. obviously led up to that. that. And that's another thing. She also sacrificed a lot of uh, relationships. Not even with, like, all of her husbands. Well, obviously with her husbands, but also with the... Cecilia I think because Cecilia was the only person that she truly ever loved in the book which I felt like because like you know she was was Mm -hmm. closeted and at the time it was very very different so yeah she had to fight her way to get what she wanted and she tried her best with Cecilia and obviously I think there was a part in the book also like when they were having that little fight or whatever it was like her first time she ever felt defeated and she said she never felt like that before so yeah. she couldn't Evelyn, Evelyn Hugo away that mm-hmm. situation. She has, like, a drive to make everybody, yeah. like, just to make everybody in her life stay or, like, for her to stay on top. So it was kind of a selfish move, but also at the same time, it was, like, she tried her best to keep Cecilia in the way, but, like, did not succeed at well. So it comes to show that you have to ruin relationships mm-hmm. in order for you to sacrifice one thing that you want. Either love or... Your status yeah and have I ever attempt attempted mm-hmm. to Evelyn Hugo something um does it count when I tell a customer like like you can't come in we have a few minutes to wait or something like I feel like it's something small like that like that's the only thing I'm thinking of because like I yeah. feel like sometimes like I'm in control of the restaurant where I'm like you know we're not open yet we're, you have to wait another hour sorry you know so I feel like that's what yeah. I would say for myself. But in a situation where I'm sacrificing someone else's life, no. <laughs> I don't think so. I feel yeah. like I in my head I really want to try, but then like like you, like I do feel like I don't want to sacrifice somebody else's is like life as well in a way cuz I, I I do mm-hmm. care about people, but it's like I don't know, but sometimes I regret after. I'm like, fudge, I should have done it, you know? Yeah, that's something yeah. I really need to work on, but that's me. <laughs> hmm Yeah. Okay. Question numero... Cinco! Cinco. Oh my god! Maxine's bilingual! <laughs>
0: Look at me go! So... Did you trust Evelyn to be a reliable narrator as you were reading? Why or why not? And did your opinion on this change at all by the conclusion? And if so, Um, why? I did not read the conclusion.
1: (laughs) I will emphasize that. So this is based... I'm just going to answer the first part of the question. I'm sorry. I'm breaking the rules here. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened in the conclusion is what I want to know. I'll read it after, I promise. Um... Um I I I don't know, when I was reading her stuff, I pictured her telling this to Monique. So I trusted her to be the narrator. Yeah. hmm I feel like there's something more to say. Now I'm like, kinda of scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with
0: you. I think like it can be hard too because as an actress like her whole life was spent Mm -hmm. lying right and like lying for the betterment of her career and like doing what she had to 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 be famous and to be who she was so i feel like you're like also all the people who are in this story
1: are no longer alive
0: like all of her husbands and everything so it's like Hmm, like, is she fabricating something to make a good story? Like, what's her edge on this? Like, is she really just... Yeah, like, is she really just trying to, like, tell her story? Or is she making up a story to, like, make it interesting? Mm -hmm. But I think, at the end, when you understand, like, why she did it... And why she told Monique specifically her story, I think it sort of, like, makes sense. And you're like, okay, like, you can fully trust her at that point. Because, like, even though at the beginning, like, she's very, very harsh. I found that. And she's like, I will, like, what I tell you is what you have to write. You have to specifically say what I mean. And, like, don't try and change my words then you're, like, okay, like, you can kind of trust her that she's saying the right thing because she's so adamant on, like, making sure that her story's right. And it
1: is her story at the end of the day, too. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: And, like, when she's gone, eventually, at some point, like, this is how people are going to see her in her future, is that book. So, like, if anything's a lie in that book, then, like, that's what people are going to believe is the truth.
1: I need to read that conclusion, guys. So, this is for anybody that has not read the ending. Gone. Just go go read the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, must be I nice. I get it. <laughs> I
0: know all its secrets.
1: Okay. Uh, do you want to do this next question? That was short. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, where are we? Sorry. I've been doing an accent recently. Okay. <clears throat>
0: Ready. Question six.
1: What role do the news, tabloid, and blog articles interspersed throughout the book serve in the the narrative? What if anything, what if anything do you learn about Evelyn's relationship to the outside world from them? I think I found them
0: very interesting to read because I felt like you were hearing Evelyn's story and, like, the real what was going on. And I feel like not only did the news articles show you at the time what everybody was thinking of her from an Mm -hmm. outside perspective, but I feel like those articles themselves also spurred a lot of Evelyn's decisions. Because at the end of the day... She was a movie actress, and the biggest thing for a movie actress was to be famous. And if she dropped out of the spotlight, or if she had some sort of scandal, then her whole career could be over. So she would be reading these articles, and then, like, you would hear her in the next chapter talking about it, be like, oh my god, like, what am I gonna do, what am I gonna do? Mm. And then, like, that part, those articles and whatnot, I feel like are what spurred a bunch yeah. of decisions for her because in
1: that part of her
0: life, that was what was important, was what yeah, the public knew. Yeah, there's even like, I just remember this
1: one scene, or sorry, I keep saying scene, it's not even a movie. <laughs> there was this one part of the book where she was like uh seeing about Dawn and her, like, they seem like they're very separated or like, because she started hanging out with Cecilia a lot and she was like, oh no, like, the public thinks I'm mm-hmm. just this girl that just parties, like, I don't want anybody to see that, so... And then, like, even there was a part, also, where it was, like, oh, when are Evelyn and Don are gonna have kids together? Which is, like, sucky-ish, because, like, nobody deserves to pressure you when you should have kids. Which sucked, at the time, because it was, like, so much pressure that was on her, and she was just, like, oh my god, like, we have to spin this around. Like, she made this whole thing with, like, the maid, like, telling the tabloids about, like, the miscarriage that she had, and quotations miscarriage because it wasn't real and it was just like everything was all decision making because of the tabloids and all the news that they were saying about her and it kept her in the loop of how Mm -hmm. how everybody was being kind of updated with like what was going on with Evelyn but when we got to know the character within the book of her explaining her side of the story like it got us to see the point of view from the outside at that time Versus what she was dealing with internally with her Mm -hmm. close group of people. That's how I kind of saw it as when I was reading it. Yeah, And I felt like it was very helpful because it was like, Mm -hmm. because like at the beginning, I was just like, wait, like what did the public think? You know, like it got me really like, huh? Like, like, Mm -hmm. why did she do this? And it it was all based on decisions of the blogs, tabloids and news. And even like there was this one that she was so stressed out about. I think it was Sunset Rose or whatever that one was. She really hated that one. I don't remember the name of that one, but it was something mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, I think, yeah, it, I honestly say as a conclusion to this answer, I think she wouldn't be where she is today because of the blogs and articles and the news. Because I feel like yeah. her decisions would have been very, very yeah. different if this didn't exist, if that makes sense. That's what I think. That's That's mm-hmm. my theory and yeah. I really like how they yeah. put that in the book and I think it's that. very unique because like a lot of books that I've read personally like they're all like different structured, and it just shows the type of writer Taylor is in, for this book so I really like that so mm-hmm. yeah that's how I feel at
0: several points in the novel such as pages 81 to 82 and 174 to 81 Evelyn tells her story through the second person you how does this kind of narration affect the reading experience why do you think she chooses these memories to recount in this way so 81 mm. to to give an example 81 and 82 is when don adler starts that which we don't talk about and 174
1: yeah.
0: to 81 is when she gets married to the musician in Vegas, and she's explaining how to like seduce a man and get him to marry you. Oh,
1: like you have to do this and this. Yeah. Huh. Oh. Yeah.
0: Those are okay. the to- those are the two moments that the question is referencing. By the way. Okay.
1: Um. Like, I feel like... Because, again, like, for me, like, she was talking to Mo- Monique the entire time in the book. So I do think that narration is obviously her. And she's explaining the story to Monique about this. So I feel like in that part of the book about the... When she did the Vegas marriage scandal thing, mm-hmm. um, I think she was talking to Monique in that sense of being like, you... This is how you should do yeah. this to a man. You know? Because I think she did mentioned a bit about, like, her breakup or, like, that divorce that, that Monique had. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's, like, teaching her how to, like, manipulate a man. That's what I think when I was reading it. Like, I okay. and I also felt like, um I don't know, like, I felt like, because, again, like, this whole story that we're being brought into is Monique being interviewed, or Monique interviewing Evelyn about her life.
0: It could be because... There are moments that she doesn't want to relive. Because, like, if you think about those two Mm. moments specifically, like, they were parts of her life that she wasn't proud of, I don't think, and, like, moments that really almost, like, scarred her in a sense. So with every part, like, every other part in the story, she was comfortable telling it, like, as herself. Like, I did this, I did this, I did this. But maybe in those two moments... She didn't want to relive them, so she told them as they were in the third person. Yeah. and Like, in a sense, so then she didn't have to, like, sort of relive those moments as herself kind of thing. hmm
1: I get what you and, mean. And
0: like you said, like, as a teaching moment, like, these things I wasn't proud of and, like, don't do this kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe. Kind of like teaching Monique in a way. Yeah. Because she is dealing with her own stuff too, right? Yeah. And plus, she is helping out Monique in a way, mm-hmm. like you mentioned. So, yeah. Maybe this is a lesson for Monique.
0: Mm hmm. That
1: was a good answer. Okay, so we're going to end off the last question of the evening. Um, and this is our final question for this podcast second last review ever that we're gonna do yeah which is crazy okay so um how do you think evelyn's understanding and awareness of sexual were oh sexuality were shaped by her relationship with billy i've not gone that far of the boy who worked at the five and dime store
0: that's at the very beginning
1: oh yes okay now i'm remembering okay okay sorry i fat checked maxine fat checked for me so yeah the boy who worked at the five and dime store how does her um sustainability evolved from her initial encounter as she grows older uh what extent is evelyn's attitude towards sex influenced by those around her it's right at the beginning oh it's going back to me okay you go first do you remember uh yeah i
0: think in that moment, she talks about this a lot where like she knew that she was very beautiful and that everybody wanted to be with her and I think she used that as an advantage to get what she wanted. Oh, <coughs> and I
1: think yeah, you're right.
0: In that moment with Billy since this was technically like her first sexual experience, like she learned like in at, er, at an early stage She learned that, like, sex is a vessel or something that you can use to get something from somebody else. Like, it's a tool and not something to be enjoyed. Um, And I think it, like, and I think that's kind of how, like, when she got older, that's what she saw it as. And she did have other, like, sexual experiences with different partners that weren't like that. But I think for her, Mm -hmm. like, her sex appeal was her weapon, in a sense. Like, she used that as a way to get what she wanted, and I think that was kind of, like, her main thing of, I know I'm beautiful, and I know everybody wants to be with me, so I'm gonna use that as a way to get whatever roles I want, or climb the ladder of society and blah 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 um because again she even talks mm-hmm. about as she got older um she's like oh like my beauty is fading so nobody's gonna care about me anymore so it really shows yeah. how like she viewed herself just as like a physical person like in terms of her but appearance not like an and whatnot human. exactly exactly like not what her talent was or what her inner personality was or anything. She just used yeah, her right. beauty as. A I want
1: to latch on to what you said about the beauty thing. because yeah. It it is referenced a lot in the book about her breast. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Um, you know, like because a lot of people were like, "Oh my goodness!" Like her bre- her breast is like so huge. Like she even acknowledges it herself. Mm-hmm. Even like when that five and dimes um part of the book where like the guy was like touching her and like letting her do that letting him do what she can with him just to get free candy yeah so it always goes back to that root of like you know she got her way with everything like like we discussed this earlier in the episode where like she was discussing about like how like she always got what she wanted she evelyn hugo's her way so i guess that was her stardom in a way of how she got everything that she wanted Mm -hmm. if that makes sense and also i do um what was the other part um how does this sustainably evolve um i think it evolved with her as um you know because like you mentioned that like she did deal a lot with the public eye just viewing her as a beautiful person like even like when she was mm-hmm. walking into that milkshake store with cecilia like everybody just looked at her yeah they were just like so mesmerized by her appearance so i think the one thing that she... Which I did say to you personally, like, I do feel bad, in a sense, for Evelyn because she was never really understood as a person or as herself. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt like everybody was just, like, using her in a way... Because, like, that's how she used other people, but not in that bad sense. Yeah. Like It's like people were just using her for just her looks. Like, even with that guy in Paris, that director that, like, wanted to do that movie with her. Yeah. So... I think at the end of the day, no one really cared about her feelings or what she was doing. I think people just, like, really were fascinated by her appearance and her physicality, which Mm -hmm. is, it's obviously sad because, obviously, she knew, and that's how she got her way with everything, which it's great for her, but at the end of the day, like, it really did maybe affect her as a person because, you know, she did feel not understood, and I felt like with Harry, like, we're going back to Harry now because we love him, Yeah. Um, but Harry, like, really understands her as a human herself, besides her physical attraction. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Is there another part to the question? I feel like I missed something. Um. What is the extent of Evelyn's attitude towards sex influenced by those around her? Um. I feel like the close circle that she had was really good around her. Mm-hmm. I think, I think with her sex life, yeah, it did ha- it evolved in a way because of these husbands that she had. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think the diamond, the five of diamond, really started off everything with her men adventure with her husband. So. Mm-hmm.
0: And like how she, and almost I think like how she viewed relationships with men in general too.
1: Yeah, like because like she even even her thought was like, oh, they only want me for for this you know like for, for body and such yeah even when she was explaining about the max stuff
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: I think that's everything that we covered for today yeah. again if you guys really want to check out this book it's available everywhere mm-hmm. um, check your local bookstore or your library they might have it Yeah. Um, yeah it's a really good read okay wait let's do a rating okay so far I'll tell you my rating after but what do you rate the book since you read it fully? Um, do you recommend for any of the book talk people? Do you recommend for anybody who's a good reader? Like, what do you what's your rating and why? Um,
0: I give it a eight out of ten. I think okay. it's a really, Done. really good book. Um a lot of plot twists in it. We love how it shares a story of someone who lived in a time where being attracted to the same sex wasn't very s- acceptable, and like learning how to navigate that, I thought that was really cool.
1: I feel like it's very present. To, like again, like sorry, I want to latch yeah. on because we are, we should be grateful for these type of things where we do t- like we do take advantage of stuff. So I feel like, you know, at the time nobody was really accepting. So I feel like we should be grateful that everybody... Well, somewhat everybody on this planet is very accepting. Yeah. But there still are people that are not accepting, and that's what Evelyn was very worried about. Yeah. But
0: yeah. Um, I think my only con would be I wish we saw more of Monique. I feel like she wasn't mm. really in the book. Like, she was just there to, like, yeah. sort of progress the story. Um, yeah. And it was mostly just basically Evelyn's... Autobiography basically was this book.
1: Do you think maybe they'll make a book about Moni? Oh, well,
0: that could be cool.
1: That would be really cool because mm-hmm. I really want to get to know her as a person. I feel like I got to know her a bit in a sense of like her confidence side and like how she's evolving as a human mm-hmm. and how Evelyn is like really like um, really like influencing her in a way. Yeah. So I, I really, I would really, it would be really cool to see. Where she is after this book. Yeah. And like what she's up to and how she is after everything and um, like everything in her past. Like maybe we can get more of her past. Mm-hmm. So I think that'd be really cool for the writer to, hey, t- t- Taylor, if you're watching this, hey, we got a book idea for you. Should we have a writer? <laughs> I can be the actress. Yeah. If you want me to star in one of these, there you go. Hit me up. Our Instagram is down below. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, okay, for yeah. me, so far I haven't read fully everything, but I so far I do give it a 7.5 out of 10. Um, I really do like it as well. I feel like it's very interesting because I feel like a lot of books, we, like, read a lot of romances. Like, for me, I'm really a romance kind of gal on books. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is for people that are very interested in the acting world. I feel like this is really good. I also feel like this is for anybody that is dealing with self loneliness and wants to do uh, like wants to help with their confidence I think this is a really good because it really it really taught me a lot with uh, how Evelyn Hugo was as a, as a character yeah so I really do like her character I um, hate some of the husbands but love some of the husbands mm-hmm. um, I grew to connect with Evelyn throughout the whole book and like you mentioned I really do want to see Monique more and I feel like they might do a second book mm-hmm. I might be predicting it but um it would be cool to see that. yeah so yeah I just really love how real Evelyn is and she got everything that she wanted she's successful and it shows that money can't buy you happiness like she had all this money all the success but she was never really happy with any of her husband's yeah. in any of her life basically that she had to sacrifice for mm-hmm. so it's a good read um I feel like it's not that hype that everybody made it seem to be on TikTok. Yeah. Cause I you know, even with the ends with us, I did mention on the podcast that I did read that book. Um, it was just overhyped. So I feel like if you're not down for the hype and you're just not interested in this, like don't read it. But if you're down to just hear a story about a woman with seven husbands and you're intrigued by the story,
0: mm-hmm.
1: go read it. Again, it's not sponsored, but yeah. I think that's my review and rate and everything so yeah this was our last review of the podcast podcast. which is this is amazing yeah i think it's a great way to end up all the reviews Mm -hmm. um maybe we should make a playlist for all the reviews that we made click into that yeah so if you're down for that uh we'll leave it down for you guys um yeah so this was our second last episode
0: yes of
1: the evening or day depending on when you're listening to this um in, I feel like I should be like get ready for our next week's episode, but it's our last week. Yeah, so I know. Our podcast.
0: We're I feel like we're gonna have wow. like a nice chill episode next week. Just like talking about everything and we're gonna yeah. have a little bit of a special we getting... guest. We to might end it off might.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, we have another one. Yeah.
0: Two in one month? Oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: Wow! Actually, Kobe was no Kobe was in October. Yeah, Yeah, that is one month. Wow. Damn. But she—it's very special to us. Absolutely. So you guys will see who it is next Mm -hmm. week. Is our last week again, like we mentioned. Yeah. Uh, We will have a uh, a good goodbye ending for you as Mm -hmm. well. Um, Oh my God, it's becoming really sad. Oh my gosh. Um, Yeah. We thank you guys so much for the support. We'll probably say that at the end of everything. But yeah, this just thank you guys for sticking around. We yeah, really appreciate sure. you guys. And yeah, this was a great review. We can't wait for next week to be our last uh week of the podcast. Yeah. So please give us some love. Um where should they go see us for updates again, Maxine? All right. I don't remember what their Instagram was called. So
0: <laughs> if you wanna go check out our Instagram, it's called uh Lights Camera Story time You can go get any Mm -hmm. updates on stuff that we are going to be posting. You can also go check out our personals as well. If you want to keep up with our personal lives, especially after the podcast is done, you can keep up with us, see what we're doing. Uh, And if you want to go watch this episode, see it on a little screen. You can go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure to hit the notification bell as well so you can get notified whenever we upload episodes, which is every single Saturday. Or you can go and find us where you can listen with your little ears, with your earbuds, on any sort of I have streaming. Do you have some? <laughs> I got my
1: earbud. right here. Yeah, so you might have one, too. Yeah. So go listen to us. Go
0: listen to us. You can listen to us on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you go and stream stuff. And rate us five stars. Let us know that you love us and support us Please. for the last little bit that we're here for. It would be yeah. very much appreciated. Thank you
1: for all the day one stands yes. and the number one fans. yes. How we joke around how we say that there's number one fans. Yeah. So you are a number one fans. Some of you. Yes. Is there anything <laughs> else you'd like to add, Jesse? I'm just really excited to see what our future brings us mm-hmm. after the podcast. And we're so excited for you guys to see our finale again. Everything will be linked below. Um, so there might be some new cha- Well, not ch- new changes, but like, um, there might be some announcements. If there's anything you want to promote after the podcast, because I am currently Mm -hmm. working on something and I did mention it a lot. So yeah, we'll mention it on the podcast next week will be our last week. So please stay tuned for next week's episode, which is next Saturday. And we'll see you guys then. So bye. Bye.